Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cruz. Wow, I am darker than anything else. I've been out in the sun a lot. Okay, with that, thank you guys so much, man. I know it's been about almost two weeks now. Well, probably two weeks now since I've had a show. My bad. <laughs> I've been running, you know, it's been a lot going on, Um, especially a lot of life changes. Sorry, let me move some things out of here. Out of the, I don't want you guys distracted from my beautiful face. No, I'm playing, but uh, but seriously, there's uh, been a lot of things going on. But first, where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on YouTube dot on YouTube at uh Cruising Podcast. Also on uh Apple Podcast, which is at Cruising Podcast. Also on Spotify. Pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast needs, that's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Um, also where you can find latest updates of the Cruising Podcast is on Instagram. Um, at Cruising Podcast, and also on Twitter at uh, Nice Town Finest. And so, let's start it. So, this episode is called, It's Been a Two-Week Journey. It has been a very long two weeks, <laughs> okay? You guys don't understand. I mean, I know, you know, there's a lot of things that have been going on in the news, especially the second surge of the coronavirus, the... um pretty much all the protests that have been going on and a lot has been going on in the news but also a lot has been going on in my life too which is kind of crazy like two weeks ago it just seemed like i would have never thought that my life would have just jump started a little bit better than i, I mean like it, it was amazing you know it was a blessing and um all i can do is just thank everyone that's had my back throughout this whole entire process also, you know, everything that's been going on, man, I'm just, I'm just happy to have something just positive to say about this. Um, well, uh, the week before last, I went into training to become, uh, a full-time driver for, um, as you guys know, UPS. I, I that's what I normally work for. Um, but now I am, uh, and then last week I went on training for it. I got the job and I ended up training for it and I got it. Uh, and now I'm by myself and I'm learning a new route and all the rest of this cool stuff. So it's, it's a very exciting new journey, but what comes with new journeys is becomes new, new stressors. Like me trying to learn a new route, me trying to figure out this new position that I've been doing that. I mean, I've been doing the same thing for almost a year and a half now. Waking, I mean, going to work at like 11 o'clock to 11:30 PM and getting off around four or five o'clock. And now I have to get up at like seven. Like I'm not a morning person, but it actually this transition of waking up in the morning and like going to bed earlier and um and waking up earlier is it's been actually that's actually been the smoothest part of this transition. Actually, I'm very very surprised by myself. I'll tell you the truth about this uh, about that part because normally I am a night owl and I've been sleeping a lot more at night. I've been having a little bit more energy during the day, and uh, yeah, man, it's just um every time I switch, a, really, I just switch positions. But it, it does feel like a new, whole entirely new job. Um, what's weird with me ever since I left, um, the 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 RS family, <laughs> every job that I've left from there on out, like I worked as a after school, um instructor for six years and to tell you the truth like the day that i quit the rs family i started working for the after school program and uh i literally had a breakdown and 
it, it like emotionally it fucked with me very badly um emotionally also i was also having an ulcer stomach ulcers uh my dumb ass was sick one day went to a party uh took some cold medicine and dr- and drank some alcohol and that and you know i didn't feel it for the first couple days and then boom hits me all out of nowhere actually the day i quit um the day i quit the rs family um my body felt like all right man i lost like 20 pounds just like 20 pounds of stress just left me as soon as i left that building and then 20 and then i guess those 20 pounds of stress decided to go straight to my stomach and punch me in it and boom i had an ulcer for about a good almost three weeks i was going through it that was that was by far one of the most painful experiences i ever had in my life and i sprained both my ankles at the same time and thought that broke them both. <laughs> that's that's how bad an ulcer is. Just I'm just letting you guys know. Don't ever drink. Or if you are like over the age of 21, of course, if you're over the age of 21, do not drink and do not mix your medicines and alcohol. Trust me on this. Is the worst fucking pain. I I it's the worst thing I went through. So I just want to. Uh, but this time around, I had I did have a kind of an emotional response. Uh, from going from, you know, being a loader to becoming a driver, I did have an emotional response to this. Um, uh, you know, I, at one point I was feeling a little bit depressed because I'm like, damn, I'm switching up positions and this is kind of weird for me. It's weird. I'm stressed out. Not stressed out, but I'm worried. Like, am I going to really be able to do this? Uh, it's a full-time position. You know, I'm, I just don't, I don't know how I'm going to perform. And, and like, it, it, doubt kind of goes into your mind a little bit. And I wouldn't say maybe it's depression. I don't know what it really what the word I can really say what it is. I but it, it was weird. It, I felt sad, kind of, because I've been working with the same people for almost a year and a half. You know, like literally, I've been walking in and seeing the same people for that long, and now I'm not. Now I'm seeing new people. I'm meeting new people, and I don't like to talk to people. I let you guys. If you guys, I don't. I'm not. The biggest socially, um, I'm socially awkward. Let's be real. Um, I'm very shy. I don't like talking to people sometimes, but you know, meeting new people, having new bosses, it's just it was weird for me at first. And, um, and you know, I, I went through an emotional stage too. But um, I think what kind of helped me was knowing that I'm getting that paper now. But um, but but also that you know. I'm doing something new. I needed to do something new. I started, my job became a routine and I had to do, I had to do something new. I needed something. I needed a new challenge. You know, I felt like I've done all the challenges that I could as a loader. Now I got to do new ones. Um, so now this is a new challenge. This is a new mountain to climb and I can't wait to, I'm, I'm climbing it right now. You know, I'm, I'm at the bottom of it and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm climbing up as much as I can and learning and soaking in as much as I can. I'm, you know, so I, I definitely want to say that I am very happy and, and, you know, I'm very happy where I'm at right now. I feel like this is the most positive thing that's happened in so long <laughs> other than this podcast. I mean, like, I just saw like some of the numbers that I got from my podcast. I'm like, wow, I got people from England listening to this from like on on Apple Podcasts. Like they can't they they w- listen to it for you know 30, 40 minutes. And I, I this is my first time opening it, everything back up, and I'm like, wow, 
wow, I didn't know, I didn't know I had some reach out there. So if you guys are listening from United Kingdom, also, um, from any, if really any country, I, I've just, uh, I had another person, you know, hit me up on here from the Netherlands. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm very happy, you know, to, to, I hope everyone is safe. First of all, I also hope you guys are enjoying the experience. I hope this is a great experience for you. I hope you guys, um, are still tuned in, still ready to tune in and stuff because this is going to be regular now because I, I'm, I'm telling you guys now I have a new focus in life and uh, I just needed to make sure I got my schedule down and everything like that. I got all that down. I'm ready to rock. That's all I can tell you guys. I'm ready to rock. Let's do this shit. We're about to make this fucking thing big as big as a bitch. This is going to be huge. I'm telling you. And it's going to be because you guys, this is your, you know, this is not just my success. This is also your success. You know, I want you guys to share it with me. So this is why I'm saying I want this to be a lot more interactive. I want to, you know, if I have a live chat on, I have a live chat on YouTube. Um, so if you guys, you know, every day at seven o'clock at seven, at 7 PM Eastern standard time, if, um, Worst come to worst, uh, some days I might be off later from work, so maybe, I would say maybe 7 p.m. to like 8 p.m. start times, um, I'll definitely let you guys know as the work week goes, um, still Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm still talking about the same things, you know, movies and TV, anime, video games, I'm talking about the things I love, and I hope that you guys also love, so, um, Let's get it. Um, you know, it's been it's been weird. Also, the reason why I'm saying it's been a two week journey is because my TV watching has also been weird. Uh, for the past two weeks, I've been watching nothing but narco shit, and I'm like fucking like people selling cocaine and stuff like that. Like that, I've been watching this a lot. More. I've been consuming a lot more of this content lately. By the way, it's been it, I, look. I know you guys probably think it's weird, probably don't think it's weird, but I go through these stages where I watch weird shit, or I watch, like, one thing, like, about, like, one subject matter, like, a couple weeks ago, like I told you guys, a couple weeks ago, I was watching a lot of Viking content, I was watching Last Kingdom, I was watching Vin Vinland Saga, like, I go through these stages, through these phases, and now I'm at the phase where, you know, I'm watching, you know, co cocaine, narco shit, so... I've been watching uh, White Lines on uh, Netflix. I don't know how I like it yet. I'm not a big fan of it. I, I, it's just, it seems simple. It just seems like a really simple show uh, about, you know, I think, you know, it's it's funny because the dude, you know, had like a little banana boat and he ripped the banana boat that had cocaine in it and he made literally a perfect line that looks like a soccer goal. Also, I watched uh, Triple, no. It's not triple. It's zero zero zero. It's on Amazon. It's a boring show. Like it's a lot of there is action in it, but the action is kind of like it's kind of boring. It's just like you know they they try to look at it through the view of the buyers, the sellers, and the um and like the cops. That's what the show is practically about. It's going through these three different um. It's actually going through three different um. How can I say this? It's going through three different point of views from the cocaine trafficking, drug trafficking type deal. And now I'm also now I'm thoroughly engrossed in uh, Narcos. I just got through season one literally like five seconds ago, like a couple minutes ago. Well, I've been, yeah, about 30 minutes ago. I just got through season one. 
and you know, guys, if you don't know, this is about Pablo Escobar. Um, and I, what's, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I've always been not a fan of his, but I've always been very intrigued by the storyline of Pablo Escobar. You got to understand this dude came from literally nothing, nothing. I mean, and I mean, absolutely nothing from Rio Negro, Colombia. This dude came from nothing to becoming probably like the fifth richest man in the world. And I mean, of all time type shit. Like today, his net worth and in 1993, his, the date, the night, I mean, the year that he passed away, he was worth $30 billion, $30 billion in 1993 now if pablo escobar was alive today today pablo escobar would have been worth 59 billion dollars today 59 billion dollars that's half of what jeff bezos has oh i think yeah i think jeff bezos was about 100 billion or 120 billion, that's half. That's the richest man in the world, is Jeff Bezos. By the way, half of that got taken by his wife. So, I mean, like, he's literally, Paulo Escobar is on the same level as being as rich as Jeff Bezos' wife. That is amazing. That is a big fucking deal. Okay, that's a huge deal. Because if, <clears throat> if he was able to amass that much, even if, if thirty billion dollars, okay, we know we all know about El Chapo, and he makes he had a lot of money too. I did I forgot to look at his net worth, but whatever. But we have to understand that like Pablo Escobar was worth sixty billion dollars in today's money. In today's money, that man was richer than some nations. Do you understand as a drug trafficker? Not even that. You know what's crazy is that his story started off that he was just a contraband trafficker. Like he was just trafficking, you know, the only drug the only drug that he was really trafficking was weed at, at one point. He just got, he just like fell into the cocaine business and then became, <clears throat> and then just became this guy, you know, and it's crazy to watch the story about this guy trying to outsmart a whole entire country. I'm sorry. Not trying to just outsmart one country, but he's trying to outsmart also two countries, which we're talking about the United States, where, you know, cocaine hit Miami very hard and then started hitting LA. Wow. This show is this show is great. It's a lot of reading. You got to read a lot. It's not, you know, if you're not trying to read, this ain't the show for you, but at the same time, like, the action and the storyline, it's just, like, you have to pay attention because, I mean, even if you know the Pablo Escobar story, this show gives you an in-depth look of what was going on throughout the whole entire tenure of his of the Medellin cartel. And, wow, it it's a lot. It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, so right now I'm starting season two, but if you don't know the Pablo Escobar story, 
my goodness, I would definitely advise you to go read that shit if you get a chance. And also, if you also get a chance, watch this show on Netflix, Narcos. I, I, I can't wait for this finale to see how they captured, you know, killing this dude. You know, because if you don't know, spoiler alert, in three, two, one, Pablo Escobar was killed by, 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 um, a tactical police force. And they took pictures with his dead body. There's literally pictures online right now of Pablo Escobar's dead body and these dudes standing over it, like, posing and shit. Like, these, you gotta understand, he was responsible for thousands of police officers being murdered and like hundreds of politicians being killed in Colombia. This dude ran Colombia. He could have been, he, he, for real, for real, if he really wanted to, he even tried this, but he was going to solve the Colombian debt. He, he was going to pay off the debt that Colombia had. Like the national debt he was about to pay off just so he can get an amnesty. He could have owned that country. That that that's how crazy. That's how. I don't want to say amazing because he did kill a lot of. You know, also he killed a lot of innocent people. But it's just wow. He could have ran this country being a, a a cartel leader. And we're talking about Mexico being you know being ran by those three different cartels. This is one fucking man running a whole entire country. Like, people think Colombia is a small country, and Colombia is not a small country. That's a fucking huge country with a mountainside, hillsides, and all the rest of this craziness. This dude had small cities worth of drug planting thing. It was amazing. It's amazing. I, you just have to say it. It's amazing. He came from nothing, by the way, to almost becoming, like, he could have became the dictator of this country. He had an army at his disposal, real for real. He had an army at his disposal. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. It's like they tried. The problem is once he started crossing over to killing politicians, I think that's where kind of like that's where his downfall really started. But he, um, <clears throat> goodness gracious, my throat is like so dry as a bitch. But what's crazy is that if he never started killing politicians, if he never took that picture, that one picture that everybody knows about, the one where he's smiling in the fucking, um, in the uh, lineup, the, like, the, the, fuck, man, the mugshot, his mugshot. If he never takes that mugshot, if he never gets arrested, if he just paid off the cops or whatever he need to pay off, we would be talking about Pablo Escobar as probably as either a dictator or the president of Colombia right now. That's who we'll be talking about right now. There will be no extradition acts. There will be none of that shit. Paulo Escobar will be running Colombia. Or his, some part of his family will be running Colombia right now. That's how important he was in in just history. That's why he needs to be talked about because... We don't, that's why El Chapo needed to be caught. That's why, that's why people were afraid of El Chapo of doing what Pablo Escobar was able to, was able, was almost able to do. And like that, that's how crazy this shit was, you know? And like, wow. 
And I have no, like, that, that, like, the El Chapo story, I can't wait to get into his story, too, because his story is kind of crazy, too. I like, because he also came from nothing, and you gotta remember, he was getting most of his stuff from the Cali cartel. So, whoo, we, I'm excited to get more in depth into this damn Narcos. Now, listen. I'm not trying to become this thing just in case everybody, I don't know why people think this because I've been telling a few people like, look, man, I just got into like narco shit. I don't know why, but I just got into it. I, I just, I don't know why. I think it's just, it's, it's a very interesting time period. The, the, like the late seventies to early nineties. That's an interesting time period, a very interesting time period. So if you guys get a chance, definitely go check that out. Check out Narcos on Netflix. Fantastic. You won't be disappointed. All right. Also, some huge news came out. Just today. Today, huge news came out. What news you, what news you might be asking? Okay, I'll tell you. Michael Keaton is talking about becoming Batman again. What? What? Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Is Michael Keaton like 90? No, listen. Michael Keaton, first of all, played Vulture on the um, on Spider-Man: Homecoming. So yeah, that Michael Keaton. No, Michael Keaton, Birdman. Yeah, that Michael Keaton. No, no, no. I'm talking about Michael Keaton and Tim Burton's rendition of Batman and also Batman Returns. Michael Keaton's talking. This is the 19. This is 1989 that the first Batman came out with Michael Keaton in it. So, listen. And, oh, Mr. Mom? Yeah, Mr. Mom. Michael Keaton's coming back and reprising his role as Bruce Wayne in the Flashpoint movie. I think it's in talks, but i just seen like, somewhere it said that he will be the uh, Batman. Uh, he will be playing Batman <clears throat> in Flashpoint. This also opens up. Okay, this is going to sound crazy, you guys, because i also seen this, too. This also opens up the possibility that we will get a live-action Batman Beyond. Now, if you don't know about Batman Beyond, it's set in the future with, you know, Terry McGinnis as Batman. He becomes Batman after sneaking onto Bruce Wayne's property. And he's he's actually tutored by an old Bruce Wayne. Could Michael Keaton be old Bruce Wayne? Oh, 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 we are in there. Yes, yes. I was hoping to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as, you know, I'm hoping that he still reprises his role as Thomas Wayne. Because if they're going to do a Flashpoint one, remember, if, if you don't know the comic strip, I mean, if you don't know the comic, this is just a little bit backstory of the Batman one, of the Bat family. If you don't know this, in Flashpoint, Barry Allen goes back, the Flash, goes back and saves his mom from being killed by Reverse Flash. But he also alters history of everyone else in the DC Universe. S meaning that instead of Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne dying, Bruce Wayne is actually the one that's killed in Crime Alley. And Thomas Wayne becomes Batman and Martha Wayne becomes I think Martha Wayne becomes Joker. 
you gotta think about this. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohen playing the Joker. And hold on, I might I might be wrong. Hold on. Hold on. Flashpoint. I might be wrong. I don't think she's no, she's not. She wouldn't be class um Hold on. Martha Wayne. I, I wanna make sure just make sure I'm right. Oh shit. Ha 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 ha! Flashpoint. She is the Joker. Yeah, that's right. She's Flashpoint Joker. I knew I was right. I don't know why I even like why I do that. Just you know, you, be be confident, Andrew. Goodness, but no. But Martha Wayne becomes Joker, and Thomas Wayne becomes Batman, a murderous Batman at that. And um, <clears throat> yeah. So that's the Flashpoint. That's why I'm hoping we get Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And also, uh, Lauren Cohen, who, if you don't know any of these, yeah, just in case, yeah, I don't know how you don't know these two people, because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is the shit, but he's Negan on, um, The Walking Dead, and also Lauren Cohen is Maggie on The Walking Dead. Just gonna put that out there, help you guys out, make sure, you, you know, it's just in case we're gonna throw some names out there. Uh, also, Sam and Dean's dad is, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Alright, so, if we can get those two reprise their role as Flash. Now that we know that the Flash movie is going to be Flashpoint. Oh, by the way, it, why am I saying Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohen? Because if you didn't watch Batman vs. Superman, Batman vs. Superman, when they went to a flashback with Batman, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was Thomas Wayne and Lauren Cohen was Martha Wayne. Um, that was killed in Crime Alley. So, and also if you think that's a spoiler, um, why, are we friends? Are, are we, we, can we be, are, what? How wouldn't you know this? But, um, but no, nah, but seriously though, I'm, I'm very excited for this Flashpoint movie now because he, that's a huge get. That is a huge, I would have never thought that Michael Keaton will come back to become Batman again. Let's go. Let's fucking go. So that's, it's huge news by the way. So. Also, another another thing in news, just in case everybody doesn't know, my favorite, one of my favorite shows on YouTube, well, not on YouTube anymore, but Cobra Kai season three has been is moving to dun da da dun Netflix. Netflix is taking over production of Cobra Kai for season three. Um, hopefully they do a hopefully they do a way better job of you know promoting this show. This show is fantastically done. I, I know it's a big... I know I've, I've talked so much shit for this show. But I'm telling you. This show is done is done very well in the YouTube space. Netflix taking over as the producers of this show? Oh, it might go to a different level. It may go to a different level <clears throat> for season three. They already shot all the... You know, every episode for season three has already been shot, by the way. This this is this is this isn't news. Every episode has already been shot. Also, you know, um, yeah, season three is going to Netflix though. I hope they do a very good job of you know promoting this show, um, because yo, this is actually I'm like I said I'm going to continue to say this one of the best fight scenes I've ever watched on television. Period. Actually, period. Movies are television. Was the final scenes of season two of Cobra Kai. That was the best fight scenes ever. 
and they said later this year all the uh season one and season two episodes will be going on netflix it's going to be later this year though so um they, we're just waiting for the announcement of when season three will premiere <clears throat> well pretty much all of season three will premiere so yes please be good it's gonna be good it's gonna be good it's gonna be good it's gonna be good okay cool awesome my bad lastly on netflix on netflix front August 21st, we got a confirmation that the new season of Lucifer will be coming out August 21st um, of, on Netflix. So, it's been over a year. It, like, a year was last month for the um, season four of Lucifer, so we're going to have a season five. And also, I think it's been confirmed, or not, or it's been in the talks, but um, they are talking about having the season six of Lucifer. So... This is definitely not, this might not be the last season of Lucifer, but just in case August 21st, Lucifer does come back out, man, it's a fantastic show, by the way. Very good show. Fox, once again, fucked up and let this show get canceled for some reason. So, uh, yeah, man, it, yo, look, listen, <clears throat> lastly, lastly, I want to say, I know everybody's been fighting the fight against, um, against racism, against the prejudice against black people, um, there has been some movies. I've, uh, there's been, like I said, uh, I'm. It's gonna sound fucked up. Well, not fucked up, but crazy. I still haven't seen certain shows because I know how I would react if I seen these shows. Um, especially my emotional response to, uh, especially when they see us. Like if when they see us was a movie, I might be able to handle that shit, but. Them breaking it down in five separate hours. I don't know how good I'll be able to handle it, man. Like, emotionally, I will have to be able to handle that shit. But I watched Just Mercy uh, with Michael B. Jordan and uh, Jamie Foxx. Listen, that that movie's heavy. Well, let me make sure I get all the names right of these people. Yeah, I just want to make sure, because this is a true event. These are all true. Um, where's the IMBD for this bad boy? Uh, actually, no, we got it right here. This is a real story about Brian Stevenson, who uh, became a lawyer from Harvard in the early 90s. Yeah, it was early 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early 90s, right? I just want to make sure. I want to say, yeah, it's the early 90s. And he is um doing... He works for free as a lawyer for death row inmates that possibly have been wrongly con convicted of their crimes. This movie's heavy, and I'm and I mean very heavy. Um, Jamie Foxx, of course, great performance. Uh, but Michael B. Jordan killed it in his role, and also um Brie Larson, like the Brie Larson did her thing in this movie. She did a great job in this movie. Just this movie, this film hit me in a different way. I was, I was, I was very emotional after this movie. It, it, this is actually around the time where you know I'm switching up my positions at job and at work, and but this it hit different because it's it's a real situation. Just like Fruitvale Station, I was pissed at the Fruitvale Station. I couldn't watch. I I like. I had to watch a comedy after, and it didn't help. But this this movie hit me different. I don't know why. 
I think it's because it's real. It's because, you know, back in the day, even in the 80s, this is early, like mid-80s, a black man in Alabama can get stopped and go to jail for murder and, and, and not have even been around the situation. You could just fit the description. Black male, uh, around, you know, 4'11 and uh, 7 feet tall, um, sh- short, tall, uh, big, skinny, we don't know. Just black male. Just find him. A black male can get stopped. A black woman can get stopped. And taken to jail and be put on, put to death in the South, in the mid-80s. This is the mid-80s. The Civil Rights Act's been around at this point for almost 20 years. Almost, you know, 15, 20 years. And we're, I'm sitting here just watching it, and I'm just like, this is real. This is a real story. This is something that can actually happen in 2020. Why the fuck is this still relevant in 2020? Why? And the movie was well done. It was very well done. If you haven't seen it yet, it was very well done. And this, it's just, it gravitated to me. I was like, I got to watch this. I have to watch this. I have to watch when they see it. I know I have to watch that. I, I definitely, I know, I know. Don't, 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 don't come at me. But I know. But this, this movie just, it spoke to me in a different way. It, it, it told me, like, yo, you live in Texas, dude. Remember that. Remember, you still black. You still live in the South. You got to be on your P's and Q's to make sure you got everything in line. Because you can get fucked at any moment. And you got to think about this. This is the, what, late 80s, early 90s? This, this movie was based around? Back in the day, there was no internet. There was no Google. There was no, you know, GPS signals. There was, there was nothing, none of this shit. All your evidence could have got burnt the fuck away, just like what Pablo did in the palace at the palace of whatever thing that on um on Narcos. They could burn all that shit away, and those records are gone. You could be gone. You couldn't be. They could kill you, and you wouldn't be a person. The only people that know that you were a person was your family. That's how easily shit could have got taken away. Back in the 80s. That's not long ago, people. I was born in 89. That is not long ago. And we're still fighting the same exact fight in 2020. How? How the fuck? Is that relevant? And we have Google. We have GPS navigation. We have things to pinpoint where the fuck you were. We have these things. And you can still get fucked. You can still almost not be a person. In certain eyes. Just today. Just. No. Sunday. Just Sunday. Just on Sunday. Bubba Wallace is is a NASCAR driver. He is a black NASCAR driver. The only black NASCAR driver. This is a sport that is really 
predominantly like 99, probably 98, 97.9% white. Probably 90% white audience. Not a huge black audience for the NASCAR. Just to just on Sunday, that man walked into his garage where his car is and found a fucking noose hanging up inside of his garage at the at the racetrack. Because he fought against racism. Because he fought with NASCAR and got and NASCAR said, fuck this, we're gonna get rid of the Confederate flag. Because he on his NASCAR, on his car, has Black Lives Matter, that his car is black, has Black Lives Matter, and on the hood, you have a white hand and a black hand grabbing grabbing in solidarity. This man found a fucking noose inside of his garage. Think about, let that shit sink in a little bit. It's 2020. Grow, first of all, A, to the person that did it, grow the fuck up. You're a pussy. You're a real, you're a pussy. Let's be real. You're a pussy. You snuck into that man's garage, put a noose up there, and said, oh, well, uh, hopefully he gets the message. Then we ain't allow your con around here. Man's been racing in fucking NASCAR for like five, ten years now. You're late, first of all. Secondly, you're late with this fucking new shit. Secondly, if you're still holding on to ideals of a fucking failed state that lost a fucking war that isn't even real anymore, if you're still holding on to that tradition, you're a fucking stupid. I want I want to make sure it's hurt. You're fucking dumb. That's stupid. You're mad about a piece of fucking cloth that's not even real anymore. You're mad about that? You're mad because NASCAR said, you know, we're going to take away this flag. That's not about a real state anymore. Now, now was it was it real in the 1800s? Yeah, it was real. And then they got where it defeated. And then now they're gone. There's no reservation for them. There's nothing for them. There's no such thing as the Confederate States of America. There's no such thing anymore. It's never, it actually, it's not real. It wasn't even real when it happened. They just, you know, you broke off. Okay, cool. You fought us. Guess what? You fucking lost. Actually, your your ancestors, your your long time dead ancestors were the ones that fought in that war. And they lost. Just like my long time ancestors, fucking slaves. And probably were still slaves or treated as slaves until the 60s. Until the Civil Rights Act went down. If you're still holding on to those ideals of a fucking flag, of a fucking ideal that is not even real anymore, that can't even fucking happen now, you're fucking stupid, and you are stuck behind, and you need to grow the fuck up. You need to understand that times have changed since the 1860s. This is 1860s. Confederate flag shouldn't even be real anymore. How the fuck is this real? How are we still holding on to this shit? There's still a place, I don't know if it's still there now. I don't know if it's there now because shit's been changing lately. There's still a place between the Mason-Dixon line that is called Dixieland. 
that has the big ass Confederate flag on the on the thing, and it's like a gas station. It has nothing but Confederate memorabilia and shit like that. When you first come into Virginia through Maryland, that's that's how you know you symbolize that you made it to the South. Is actually from that store. That's how we knew we got to Virginia every time, too, actually. So that was actually not a bad landmark to <laughs> make sure that we get to Virginia. But why is that the landmark that I know? That, that Why is that the landmark I know to get that I just got into Virginia? Or I'm leaving Virginia to go up to the north. Why the fuck is that still real? Why is that a real thing anymore? It, 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 when have we ever celebrated losers? When have we ever celebrated that shit? Is, do we have a picture of Tom Brady sitting down on the Super Bowl after he just got strip sack fumbled by fucking Brandon Graham? We don't. We don't have that. Does uh, Jim Kelly have his four losses statue up there? No. We don't have that. That is, It's not real. Because we don't celebrate losers. We celebrate the winners. They lost. Get the fuck over it. Blacks are free. We have the same rights. Now, we've seen the same rights, but we have the same rights as the white guy. We have the same rights as the Hispanics. We have the same rights as the Asians. We have the same right as this, that, the Europeans, you, this, whatever. We all have the same fucking rights. We all have the freedom of speech. We all have the right to bear arms. We all have the right to uh, assembly. We have the right to fucking, you know, not do whatever we want, but, you know, with the right to vote. We can do this shit. Everybody has a right. Women, children, men, women, uh, men, you know, everybody. Transgendered, non-binary, whoever, whatever way you want to fucking, uh, however way you want to uh, classify yourself. Race two. We all have the same fucking rights. Sorry, you lost that battle. You know what battle you did win? States do have rights. States have their own laws. It's kind of like a constellation win, I guess. But, you know... That is, that is kind of a win. States do have laws. They have their own laws. But under the United States of America, everybody has the same fucking rights. So here's the deal. And this is why I asked to you. Why don't you just understand? I, I, not even, I'm not asking you to follow what I'm saying. I'm not asking you to completely believe what I'm saying. Why don't you just try to understand? I'm not going to be one of those guys that are, no, I'm, fuck it. Why don't you just try to understand black culture? Why don't you understand, try to understand black people? Why don't you just try to understand Hispanic people and their culture? You know, Asian people and their culture. You will find something beautiful out. That their, that diversity is actually probably the greatest thing humans all have. Because we all bleed red until we get under pressure and water. Then we start to bleed green. But that's just a different story. For That's just science. But we all speak a language. Some of us. We all talk to each other. We all can read a book. We all have a culture. We all have a tradition. That's not a tradition. I'm sorry to tell you, that's not a heritage, that's not a tradition, that shit ain't real. That shit ain't real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
The Confederacy, that's not a real thing. You want to know why? Because it's not here. Where is it at? Where's the Confederacy at? There is no Confederate States of America anymore. It's not real. Just like the apartheid. Shit ain't real. Like, there's certain, like, just like Istanbul. We do know about Istanbul. We do know about Constantinople. But is do we do people still walk around wearing Constantinople flags or Istanbul flags? No, they wear a Turkish flag. You know what I'm saying? Like that. It, it's just I'm just at, hold on. Did I say Istanbul? I might fuck this up. But I, y'all know what I'm talking about. Hold on. Wasn't France called Gaul at one point? Where's the Gaulish flag? Nobody fucking wears that shit because it's not real anymore. It's not something that, that that's that's real. It's not here. It's not even his. It, it's history. It's important history, but it's not a heritage. It's not a tradition. How do you make a tradition out of five years? You can't do that. This you you tried to continue the tradition, but you know you're still talking about the same exact shit. It's not evolving to anything. There's no evolution in this tradition. So, practically, it's a dead thing. Like Latin. It's a dead language. Who uses it? Like Sumerian. Can you read Sumerian? No. I'm just saying. Try to understand outside of your bubble. This shit is amazing. It's amazing. When you go outside of your bubble, you meet new people, and you learn about them. Now, that's just me. I like to learn about new people. I like to learn about people. Just like, you know, like I said, what's crazy is I know Pablo Escobar, a lot of people think that he was an evil person or, you know, this, that, and a third. But I like learning about guys like him. I like learning about El Chapo. I like learning about, you know, Noriega or fucking, um, even in some parts, you know, we, we have to, to me, to understand the mindset Hitler. It's beautiful to learn about people. It's beautiful to learn about people's traditions. But when you sit inside that bubble and you fight against evolution, you're just going to be stuck in the past looking fucking stupid instead of seeing the beautiful thing that's in front of you that's called life. You're wasting it by fucking hate. By having hate. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm just saying. I don't understand how you can hate a, a, a certain color. How can you hate that? When it's beautiful. White people are beautiful. Black people are beautiful. Hispanic people. Brown people. You know, uh, Asian people. Um, any European, you know, Muslim, all this, you know, everyone. It's a beautiful world out there. Why the fuck are you stuck hating? This is dumb. It's just a waste of time. That's what it is. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. So that's what I'm going to leave you guys with. I know I just got on a little bit of a tangent about, you know, this. But I I promise that if you do watch Just Mercy, you will enjoy the movie. <laughs>
that's why I'm into anime because I went outside my box and started watching different things. And I was like, wow, I love this. I want to go to Japan one day, even though they got uh, whiskeys called nigger. But hey, they, we, hey, they, hey, you know, can't you can't you can't convert everyone. I understand. I know you can't convert everyone, but you can understand everyone. You can understand where they came from. So I'll leave you guys with that. That's gonna be the the show tonight. Um, mine. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope uh, if you are listening in a different country, I hope you guys are enjoying you know the content that I'm giving. Wednesday, I'm gonna have video games and a- anime and video games. Um, huge news about the PlayStation Five. Uh, Daddy's getting it day one. Um, uh, some news about The Last of Us uh, Part 2 just came out. Some other news about video games, especially Apex Legends. Huge news came out about Apex Legends for the fall season. So I'm very excited to talk about that. So with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to Cruising Podcast. Once again, where you can find the Cruising Podcast, goodness gracious, is at Cruising Podcast on uh, YouTube. Also at uh, Cruising Podcast on um, Spotify, you, Apple, anywhere you can find the Cruising Podcast. That's anywhere you can find a podcast. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast right now. Also, um, in, in anywhere for real, like any country, any you know state, wherever you want to do. Uh, also remember, man, I love everyone. I love everyone. Also, I dislike a lot of people, but <laughs> I love everyone. Seriously, I do love everyone. And also, I'm wearing my Batman shirt. So, like, if you want to check out YouTube, I'm wearing Batman shirt because it's a huge day for Batman. Because Michael Keaton is Batman again. Woo! Let's go. Okay, but uh, but seriously though, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, oh yeah, where you can find latest updates of the Cruising Podcast is at Cruising Podcast on YouTube. I mean, no, I mean at on. on <laughs> On Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nightstown Finest. Uh, once I figure out how to, I, I know I keep saying this, but I will continue to say this. Uh, whenever I figure out how to change the damn handle, uh, it will be the Cruising Podcast. But right now, it is Nightstown Finest on Twitter. And also, if you go, if you guys get a chance, go on Twitch, man. I got, I'm starting to uh, do my um, streaming again. I'm streaming video games. I'm streaming uh, NBA 2K20, um, Call of Duty Warzone. Apex Legends and uh, really anything Ghost of uh, Tez, whatever Ghost of you know the Japanese video game that's coming out that's supposed to be around the Samurai's. I will be fucking streaming that game day fucking one. Trust me. Um, I can't wait for that game to come out July seventeenth. Oh well, yeah, July seventeenth. Okay, so thank you guys so much for listening to Cruiser Podcast. Oh my bad, Twitch. Twitch is a uh, nice town underscore finest twenty seven. If you do want to go watch it and say, what's up, man? Say, what's good? What's good, Drew? What's good, Drew? I'll be like, what's good? All right. So with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'll catch you guys on Wednesday for anime and video games. Remember, if you want to join me live from 7 p.m. Eastern or 8 p.m. Eastern and maybe at the latest, maybe 9 p.m. But I might be dead tired, but it doesn't matter. I'm getting this show off all day so with that thank you guys so much again don't do anything we'll do catch you guys later deuces